0: I definitely have to preface this show by saying when we started, it was probably seven o'clock on a Friday night, and I had just started drinking scotch at about six. I was kind of having a panic attack that lasted a while, and I was trying anything to calm my heart rate down. So by the time Mitch got here, I was probably one and a half glasses deep and still going throughout this episode. So if we're a little all over the place, I apologize, but I still hope you enjoy it because I kind of had fun with this one. Hello and welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte.
1: And I'm uh, Mitch DiPaolo. Um, I came across this really cool thing um, on Google Trends today. And I've actually seen the videos before. People make like YouTube shorts, satisfying videos of removing rust, but with a laser remover. Oh my God. I love those so videos. It's like your laser engraver that you got. Yep. But The laser is like a bar. Yep. Like it's, it's what? It looks like it's about I, three inches yes, or so. Depending on like how expensive you, you go, you can get a bigger machine and whatnot. So, I came across Laser Photonics Service Partner. That's, that's, or Laser Photonics Service Partner Network. And I was like, oh, cool. So, they sell the laser guns, right? And just, just as I saw that, I was like, you know, a really good side hustle would be just buying one of those guns and removing rust for basically anyone you can. Because unless you have one of those, what do you dunk it in? With the balls and the the black balls are in the tank and you, you dunk. I don't know what down into the rust and like. I don't know what that is. Down, in- what for rust? What we use is rust nine eleven,
0: and if we don't, we don't have an out yeah. tank. So we've been using sprayers underneath, like a Cadillac or something. And as long as water that rust nine eleven solution is constantly going at it, it de-rusts in about
1: twenty four hours. It's wild, but the oh, tanks wow.
0: are just even more crazy. So you
1: got that thing parked on like an undercarriage cleaner, basically. Yep. Actually- Wait, where is the? Do you have it in like a tent? No, we have the car, it's just right up on the lift, and then, okay, yes. Where does
0: all the Rust 911 go that you're spraying? It goes into a little kiddie pool at the bottom, oh and then it comes goodness. up through, like, a, a sump pump, so, through sprinklers, and it just oh, hits that, the undercarriage. That shop must smell amazing. No, actually, it doesn't... It doesn't... It does The Rust 911, there's no smell. Oh, if you... Yes, no. Any other acid i found has a crazy sulfuric
1: smell. Oh, it I figured like that hard. would've been... I fi- yeah, I figured that would've been, like... A hard smell, or like really strong chemical smell, like nope. solvent. Something like that. It's
0: like ninety nine percent water. It's one quart of the rust nine eleven for five. No gallons way. Of water. Is
1: it just water that is, um, pHed to it? Like it, it has a different pH, so it's more acidic, and then it will like dissolve the rust.
0: I have no idea what is in the rust nine eleven. I know it's environmentally friendly, and I dunk my whole arm in it. It doesn't do anything to my skin.
1: And I'm pretty sad. That's how you know it's like, it removes rust like crazy and it's safe.
0: Oh, yeah. And when we did a video on that, yeah, um, we had every guy say, oh, well, molasses works better. I could use this. Try dunking something in molasses and de-rusting it. It takes weeks yeah. and the molasses yeah. smells like... Oh, or Coke or whatever, Diet Coke. Yeah, I do want to try that.
1: I think it does work. I've tried it on, I think I was trying to de-rust some like screws that I couldn't um, couldn't buy more of. And uh, the, the Coke worked all right, but it wasn't crazy. Russ nine eleven, very quickly with the Diet Coke. Um, I think the FDA
0: was going to like ban aspartame, or the CDC was going to say that it's cancer causing, and that's the one of the main ingredients in Diet, Diet Coke. Coke.
1: And that's why people are selling their stock, right? Oh, I actually don't know about that. was this, that was, was just, this recent or
0: yeah, this was probably within the last two weeks.
1: I'm pretty sure there was like a thing where people were selling their Coke shares, like off because of that interesting i'm pretty sure but yeah laser photonics service partner network so like i was saying earlier you could buy one of those guns go remove rust for people what do you think you would get for a job like say say you gotta remove rust off what's what's a large piece of metal like oh a good a good thing to do is clean you know they have the stainless steel equipment in kitchens and like the grill tops yep that get really rusty and pitted and all that those that's a really good market to target as well if if you were to have uh one of these guns but
0: the thing with the gun is it's uh it's expensive because yeah, everybody keeps is on sending us links to it they're like oh you should try this you should try this it's like i thought the last time i checked the cheapest one was 100 grand
1: oh wow yeah so it's, it's not easy, even in the it's same expensive it's i've seen some handheld ones though is that what you're talking about or yes. are you talking about one of the big car
0: no, this was a handheld
1: okay. one. I don't know what it's attached to. I assume yeah. it's attached to something crazy. I think, but this, exactly. So they're so expensive. You can't really, like the barrier to entry is so high. What? But I think what this company does is lower lowers the barrier to entry and gets you a better machine in your hand shipped to you so you can go and get jobs as a, as branded through this company, like with their van and everything, I'm pretty sure. Maybe you, you use your own uh, transportation. Oh, so it's
0: like a, a franchise you're buying into.
1: I guess so. Yeah, you put in your application. Basically, yeah, it's like opening up a franchise, but it's all mobile.
0: That's kind of, that's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't know what you would charge for something like that. I guess it would have yeah.
1: to depend on the piece. Yes, like maybe, what, 300 bucks, 200 bucks for one of them hibachi stovetops, silver stovetops? Oh uh, the stainless steel? Yes.
0: Um I don't even know what those stovetops cost. What's an industrial okay, I gotta Google this. I'm sorry. Industrial oh, kitchen stove.
1: I actually have some of the prices of the guns right here. Like um six thousand six thousand two hundred, eleven thousand, ten thousand, thirteen thousand, sixteen thousand. So like it goes it goes down to like a couple grand, I guess, which is Doable for some people who want to start up something. 6 grand. I got to see what the 6 grand one because this is a this is a pretty like niche like uh niche thing. Like usually it is, but I don't think I it you like it's not an it's not such a niche thing because everybody
0: wants to remove <laughs> remove rust. And if you can kind of promote that hey, this service exists. It's it's mobile. We'll come to you. Yes. There was a guy on uh situate I'm just going to kind of be all over the place because my heart's going a million miles a minute, but There's a guy on the situate Facebook page who promoted his auto service. It's a mobile car repair. He'll come to you. If your car's broke down or if it's in the driveway, he'll come to you. He'll fix whatever. So you don't need to take it to a shop or anything like that. And if you could do that with rust removal and just be a mobile solution, somebody's got, you know, this antique crazy cigarette stand or something.
1: You can even door knock for something like that because I bet you people have rusty chairs. Oh, yeah. And if you're just door knock, you're like, hey- I've got this thing. It removes rust like in two seconds. Show them the video. They'll see the video and be like, oh my gosh.
0: I wouldn't even do the video. I would just actually do it for them. I'd be like, uh, do you have a grill outside? Do you have anything yeah. outside? And and just show them and be like, if you have anybody who you think would be interested in this, just hand them yeah. your card. Because I think word of mouth would be well.
1: Leading. Wow. You could get a small handheld one. Because I know they make ones maybe like two feet long. And it's like... Kind of like twenty pounds, maybe.
0: Okay, like so really mobile.
1: Yes, you could. You could probably make a killing just going to people's house and cleaning the grills alone, just the grills. The other thing you're missing is I would
0: totally YouTube that. That's one oh, of those satisfying. Sure. I love those videos. Yes, you just what it's just a barcode scanner and it goes yep. right down the rust and
1: turns everything. It works perfect. amazing.
0: So it'd be interesting if I could reach out to those people and see if they would actually send us one.
1: I was going to say that, like, you probably have already had someone reach out to you for it, or could get one in the next month.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> now that we said that, watch, watch it happen. I'm not going to reach out to anybody, but you watch it happen. We'll get the email.
1: That's like a really good idea, though, because like that's not saturated at all. Like, not a lot of people. That's that. Like, in like when you find someone who has that tool and you see how fast it works. Yep. Your customers are just going to be like, um, yep. I will be calling
0: you next week. (laughs) You're going to tell all your friends, I mean, people's cars. If you live in New England, you're just going to make a killing from the rocker panels alone. Be like, I'll do it. Fifty bucks.
1: Yeah, there's so many, especially here in Rhode Island. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, if I go to my friend's house and I'm like, yo, you want me to hit the uh, underside of your truck? Like, (laughs) oh, could you? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then everyone would want it done. Even bumpers. Anything like, oh, yeah. Sixty five hundred, you say, huh? Yeah. Huh. How much? How much uh, is the biggest thing on Vivor that you could get? You what? think Vivor has a rush remover? It doesn't. I know they have crazy ultrasonic cleaners and it, stuff like that. It does.
0: Was it Vivor? Was it Timu that? It was Vivor. I was gonna say,
1: if it was Timu, then that's a that's another Alibaba. Is it okay? I knew it was like another Alibaba. Timu telling, if, if Timu says they want to send you anything, uh, you could get a lot of shit from there. That's a crazy opportunity if you could get something from Timu, but I don't think they do that. I don't know. Are we well, individual suppliers from Timu?
0: No, they don't have one. It's laser. It's um, a tape, pretty much a laser tape measure. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. Timu, hang on. Sorry, I also had a glass of scotch. My heart slowed down. Nah, sandblaster mm-hmm. kits and uh, pretty much like a rust nine eleven solution. Yeah, no, I think that's an individual, that's not a mass market thing yet. No. So the prices will still be
1: up there, but $6,000 is day, not bad. One day they'll just start producing them like crazy. We're going to see these in like drill batteries, like, dr- like, oh, like, absolutely. like, like, like the size of a drill. Like yes. A you're going to see the Ryobi rust yeah. remover. Ryobi what? rust remover. Something else that I saw that was really cool. Now we're moving on from rust. Okay, so you're driving, you run out of gas. What do you do?
0: Walk well, to the gas station or call
1: to yes. You have a Tesla, you're driving, you run out of battery. What do you do? You call a guy with a gas generator and <laughs> he comes up and he does, wait, is that where you were going with it? Yup. No way. <laughs> like I saw a TikTok of this guy and he did one of those montages of like one second snippets of all the different jobs that he got. Of him just running his generator in the back of his truck charging stranded Teslas. And I was like, this freaking genius. Wow. What do you charge for something like that? I don't know. The price of the gas and maybe like uh, a decent amount worth your time. Like you don't even have to charge crazy high. Like I bet you there's like multiple people stranded every hour.
0: Nope. You're missing it. It, That's a subscription model.
1: That's a AAA. You just do it just for electric vehicles. I've seen AAA. Oh wait, they have actually, a they... battery truck, but I don't know if it's a battery truck. Like, oh, we have a bunch of batteries that you can put in your car if yours yours died, like a twelve volt battery.
0: That's interesting.
1: But yeah, yeah totally can do triple like A. Oh my gosh, I could make a mobile, I can make a mobile battery truck, right, and then just go around and charge other Teslas. Absolutely, uh, because you only need enough for them to get to the next station. You're not you're not charging them all the way up.
0: Okay, so again, I'm completely ignorant with electricity. I, I try, I almost get it, but it, if somebody could kind of explain it to me like a computer, like bus and rant, I don't get it either. It's just there. Yeah, but you seem to understand it better. I don't understand watts versus amps versus
1: volts. Well, watts is like I think, from my best understanding, watts is more more like a just one number. Like that's like all of it combined. Like. Right now, this AC is drawing three thousand watts, but it's running on one ten volts AC and pulling fifteen amps. So fifteen times one ten. I can't do public math right now. You know, so that so like say you had the actual like yeah you, you had a multimeter device hooked up to measure the voltage and amperage of the AC. Um, if you had it hooked up, and I'm pretty sure you just multiply the. The yeah, the amps by the volts to get the watts, and like watts is more of like a energy. It's it's for energy, like joules, kind of. MVA. Like convert it to joules. Okay. Yeah. Or WVA. Did you look up the equation? What is it? Oh, I thought. Oh, I M-V-A. thought you
0: were typing. No, I was actually. I don't know what I was looking up. It's so electricity, I guess. I don't know. That's my understanding. I'll still work with that. I'll try better next time. Um, but yeah, sorry, stranded Tesla owners. I think AAA charges about 7 bucks a month, and I believe that's a 100 miles towing for free. Plus, the benefit of having AAA anyway is you can go there and do DMV stuff without having to go to the DMV. That is just a godsend. God bless them. And you can get it that day because I, what was it, a registration or a license expired that day, and I was like, shit. And I went to AAA.com, and then I just went in, I signed up, and then went into AAA that day and got my license, so... A, but you could totally do that for Tesla owners or just all-electric vehicle owners.
1: I'm looking at a company right now. It's called Spark Charge. Oh, they, they're they even on Web 3 too. It's sparkcharge.io, roadside electric car charging provider. It looks like they kind of come in. They have carts of batteries, and they kind of just hook it up to your car.
0: So they don't replace batteries. They have batteries that are already charged, and then
1: wow. connect. See, you know what Tesla should have did? they should have made their batteries modular so you could drop them right out of the bottom of the car put a new one on they sh- yeah like double a's basically like just like replace the batteries like imagine if all the tesla batteries were modular M- number one take it out easier number two service it service it easier and then you wouldn't have this issue as well and you could also provide an extra service where you drive around batteries to people who are who can afford to just Throw a new battery in their car. Do a battery swap. Maybe it's like a monthly uh, subscription. And wherever you are, you could get a battery. And if you're in like the, the location that they serve, that'd be really cool. I don't know why they don't... Why he didn't do that.
0: Okay, so... He, he might
1: have tried, but... I'm completely, again, ignorant to that. I
0: thought they were... My, I thought it was kind of like a plug-and-play sort of thing. The Tesla batteries aren't like plug-and-play. I didn't know if you could just kind of like walk it in like a Ghostbuster battery pack. you know, just
1: ching Yes, but the battery itself in the car.
0: Like Wait, I thought you could just
1: kind of like pull it out, just like unlatch something and then pull. No, that's not how it works. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Unless I, unless it already is really modular, and I don't know that. I don't. I'm assuming that you kind of got to really take the car apart to get at the battery. Oh, God. And there's a lot of work to it.
0: I should actually watch the videos that this guy on YouTube, Rich Rebuilds, in Massachusetts. He does. He takes put He Tesla. puts a
1: diesel. He put the diesel in the Tesla. Did you see that? No. It, he's he's black, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. He Make does.
0: awesome. Crazy stuff. And his big uh, rise to fame was the Jill Rogan show. My faith in humanity kind of gets restored every once in a while through Instagram, which is weird. There was a, I, I don't even know who I was watching, but this video came across my screen and it said, um, there's this guy on YouTube. He's called the boring old guy and he hikes with his dog. He does some short videos and a lot of long videos where he just hikes. There's no talking and maybe talking at the end or explaining his hike. But he's been doing it for years and only had 254 subscribers after years. And he does something either a, every couple of days or at least weekly. And the guy just wanted to show some love. So we put it out on Instagram and said, hey, can we you know, show this guy some love? After five days, he's received 634. 634- thousand subscribers and his videos have done you know tens of thousands of views wow and uh the boring old guy so now i started watching him and he's i don't know he just
1: he's like everybody's grandpa he's just a cool guy and his dog i like love coming across those i love coming across those instagram accounts like you see people just like we talked about the fizzy drink challenge. Oh yeah. guy's doing. He's not drinking soda and he, the way he talks about it is just hilarious. So it's just like such a wholesome wholesome thing to watch. And you also want to kind of you be know? a part of it yeah. too. It's just like it just gives you like the, the warm and fuzzies. Yes. Know? Like, oh man, this is this is just great. It's There's just another like, guy this is making me laugh. I'm giggling. I'm having a good time. Exactly. There's another guy, um
0: excuse me, Murph. Murph's life and he goes to South America and I guess he stayed there during uh the pandemic he was supposed to leave but because he was there during the pandemic he was forced to stay there and he met these two lovely ladies a daughter a mother-daughter and the mother was elderly maybe in her 70s 80s and they kind of lived in a shack and then he just felt so much love from them that he decided to come back and help them and he's building them a house. And because that got so many views, he's got so much ad revenue from it that he's helping other people in the town. And it's all in South America where your dollar really has a bigger bang for its buck and you can just change lives with $10,000. And and he's just doing so much good. And I don't know, you want to be a part of that, especially when he, you see somebody who's really in need and he kind of sets up a GoFundMe Um for either people in South America. He'll do it for people in North America or that might be a completely different guy because a lot of people have picked up on that and it's just doing good deeds and getting views from it. Now, many people say it's exploitation of a bad situation, but no, it's a good thing no, because- I
1: used to have some of it. that that opinion as well that it's kind of exploitation, but no, you just like opened up my mind. Like I've, I've seen this so many times, but I just realized like, This is like God's hand at work right now. So everyone is like, yes, it's kind of weird to do something good for someone and record it and get views out of it. And yes, it's weird that we're all on these devices that are constantly collecting data on us so they can recommend us the correct ads, kind of predict where we're going to spend our money and things like that, which is, is kind of terrible when you think about it. But then when you kind of look at it from a different perspective... With a positive mindset, this is a giant snowball rolling down a hill of good. Like you said, he started off doing one thing, right? Yep. For mm. his what? These people he that, that he met and he liked. He, he just felt like love from them, so he did another thing. And now he's helping other people. And same thing with all these other channels that are giving away phones and giving away money to businesses. The more they do, the more they make. Yep. The more they do, the more love they spread. So, yes. that, like, The more of these people we have, the more people in the in this world are literally like they're just going to get help just dropped into their lap. And, the cre- and that is just because there's a recommendation algorithm. We're all connected on the Internet and we're all watching each other's life. And because we're watching each other's life, we can get ads like what? Making millions of dollars just off of watching each other's life. Forget TV. Forget. Yeah. Forget all that. Yep.
0: Like this just blow, it just blows my mind over and over again. That's why I say sometimes when we bring up our personal lives, granted we're not big in any way shape or form, we'll get there as long as we stay consistent, but people eventually will be fascinated with the mundane stuff that goes on in our lives. They'd be it would be nice for them to know that there are people like them, even it doesn't matter how much money you have or anything like that. There's a, a podcast I listen to. I bring it up all the time. Tell him Steve Dave's. Yeah. And um, because they those guys were friends with Kevin Smith, they know everybody, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. And there's a guy, Brian Johnson, not the singer from ACDC or the guitarist. Well, he said he was at a party at Matt Damon's house. And this is Matt Damon, you know, Ocean's 11, 12, 13, Born Supremacy, famous guy. You, you thought he was uh, Tom Brady when you saw him, which is fantastic. Oh. But um, <laughs> he was at a party at Matt Damon's house and he saw Matt Damon get shit from his girlfriend about not taking out the trash. And here's a guy of Matt Damon's stature and, you know, you're his girlfriend. This isn't a woman's rights thing. This is because I, I would say the same thing about the uh, actress Julia Roberts. You know, if if her husband said, oh, you didn't take out the trash, I'd be like, dude, that's Julia Roberts. You don't give her shit. She's, you know, famous. <laughs> But it was just funny to him to see that Matt Damon also got the same shit that he gets on a daily basis. So, yeah, more you'll get more views by showing your life and if your life is to do good, then you just bring more positivity out of it by having other creators copy the exact same thing. Now they may not do it in South America, they may do it in Arizona to homeless people and there's a guy just Nate. Yeah. He he always has a backpack and a tent. For any homeless person who wants it. And he yeah. ask them, what do you need? And,
1: um, yeah. And he goes into Home Depot and he buys all the stuff in like a wagon and gives it to him, right?
0: Yep. Yep. You need more of that. And I feel like that's kind of becoming a viral thing now, doing good, which is a great change from the last crazy few years we've had. It's, it's. Yeah. You don't see it on the news, but you'll see it on Instagram where, hey, that's going to get more views that yeah. way than the news any day
1: yeah it it all does depend on the the ethics of people at the end of the day, but it does have a bit of a snowball effect with how many people they can help once they start helping getting views. It's just I see people constantly that will go to Walmart and
0: find a a really elderly person who's still working is because they don't have enough from their pension or their social security to make ends meet, so they have to work. And within twenty four or forty eight hours, some famous person will put out a GoFundMe for that very person at Walmart and will make forty fifty sixty thousand dollars. It's like I don't care if you're if you feel it's exploitation if you're still doing good if you do good for the wrong reasons, isn't yeah. it still good?
1: Yeah, and a lot of these people are giving away like thousands of dollars like every video It's like yes, at least a thousand is what I'm saying like what is so bad about that like yeah, I guess it's kind of like, no, it's not bad at all. You're, no. from, you're giving
0: away money, you're helping people out. Even for the wrong reasons. Even if you're like, oh, look at me, but you're
1: really an asshole. It's like outside. it's almost like taking a deal with like a genie. It's like, okay, you can have money if you give 50% of it away. Like, I mean, how is that a bad thing? No. It's not. Okay.
0: Okay, so I'm going to do the reverse of doing good. What if... And I know I brought this up on a previous episode, or I might have just talked to you about it. There's a guy, Mr. Beast came up with the idea. What if you tried to win the lottery through YouTube? And it's, you create a channel, you go out, you buy lottery tickets and scratch tickets, and you use the ad revenue from that to continuously buy them, until you win the lottery.
1: Now you could Gosh, make the whole channel about winning have, a million dollars. You don't even have to make it like that. You could just scratch the tickets and record it because people watch it, right? They do. But, but that I, is genius. Yes, because you're you're creating an end goal. It's like
0: I will end this channel once I hit, you know, say winning the lottery to you is winning a million dollars. Might be five million or ten million, but you can go for that amount and you don't stop until you get that amount. And everything you earn, you know, you get a twenty dollars scratch ticket, and you make a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, it's you, could, you, you minus that from a million dollars, and the whole goal is to win a million dollars.
1: Yes, that is incredible. What if you could maybe like pay back some of it too to the to the viewers? Like maybe you could give a dollar away a person, like just for like you know, like here's your here's your token, like here, here's your here's your like ticket that you participated. You know, like you got this dollar. Like you saw this happen. You were part of it. Cause I mean, if you hit and it's like fifty three million, like you're not gonna have fifty three million subscribers that fast unless this goes like on every news outlet. <laughs> I feel like, it would take a while to like I don't know. No, you but yeah. You may be right. But would you rather have a dollar or would
0: you rather have, I don't know, twenty five thousand dollars instead of giving a dollar for twenty five thousand people. You give one person twenty five thousand dollars because that's it's now life changing money.
1: Now we're getting into like, yeah, you could really start a business with this. It, but it, is that illegal? I feel like that's illegal. How do you figure?
0: You you scratch or you buy. I would make I would make rules over the whole thing. I'd say okay. I won't buy a Powerball ticket unless it hits a billion dollars. Yes. And we'll spend 10% of the ad revenue money for that month on that. And then the rest go to Scratchers or maybe you go to Foxwoods and you play the slots or something like that. I don't know if you'd allow something like that, but I do. It, it appears that Foxwoods doesn't have a problem with it because I always see people filming their slot machine. Maybe it's as long as it's not table play, slot machines are okay. Yeah. But that adds an interesting element to it.
1: Yeah, my dad's, my dad's uh, friend that he knows is actually doing this right now. The other day, he was like, Mitch, do you have Venmo? Can you Venmo uh, $78 to so-and-so for me? And I was like, oh, why are you doing that? He's like, oh, we're doing this lottery thing. He's going to collect all the money. And each time, like you can even pick your numbers if you want, I guess. Cool. I don't know how that works, though.
0: Well, you just have a separate ticket with those numbers and then those numbers would go in the pool.
1: And everyone, yeah, and everyone, if anyone hits, they're all going to split it.
0: Yep. Apparently. I did that with work this week. I said we should all go in and I went to the post office and right across the street, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because I don't buy Powerball tickets for anything. But I did think about it earlier that day and I realized there was a small little gas station across the street and I'm like... Okay, small Massachusetts town, small Massachusetts gas station. That's what you normally read about. Now I know there were three million one million dollar winners in Massachusetts, still haven't checked my ticket yet. So maybe I should check it now and see if I'm actually a winner. But keep going.
1: <laughs> Imagine like, uh, right on the podcast. What winners It's like, All right, that's up. That's it for this episode. We're going to Vegas. I did hit a Powerball.
0: I hit a Powerball? I hit a Powerball because the Powerball Knows twenty four. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's the only okay, one oh, no, right over. now. You hit them all. Okay, no. You're, you're literally set up. I didn't hit them all because no, there was only one guy in California who won the Powerball. Okay, so I'm sorry. I actually got to check this out. Okay, so I got 24. I got nothing else, but I did get
1: Powerball. Don't you get something for having Powerball? <laughs> okay, do I? My dad is always like, once in a while, he's like, Mitch, go to the store, buy buy two tickets, like out of nowhere too, like, and he is not the gambler at all. Like he, he does not like doing that. And that some nights out of nowhere, he'll like see see it on the TV or the news and be like, Mitch, go buy tickets. I'm like, dad, you see it on the news. You want to go buy tickets. This is the worst time to buy tickets. There's more people buying tickets right now than you could ever imagine. Just because of that one thing. And just because it's high, you wait until someone hits and then you buy.
0: See, I'm the opposite. I wait till it gets big and then you buy because I believe mathematically it works out more in your favor because the okay. pot is so high. I did not know that. Very quickly, there's that meth TV show on, what? what was the name of the TV show about making meth? It was a famous TV show. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah, yeah, Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. Breaking Bad. I thought you were talking about like the drug TV show, like no.
1: Confiscate the Meth.
0: No, uh, I it was trying to come up with the actor, Brian Cranston. Yes. He did a movie with Diane Lane, I believe. It was about the lottery, and it was about this couple in this small town in the Midwest. And the guy was a numbers guy at a factory, but he kind of got laid off, really forced early retirement. And he was bored. And he picked up the back of a... Do you know when you go to Powerball and you actually pick the numbers, you you fill out the bubbles? Well, on the back, it gives you the odds, right? Well, he noticed that on certain days, the odds were in the player's favor. As long as you spent X amount of money, you were guaranteed to make more. It didn't matter. What game was this again? It was kind of like Powerball. It was, you know, like... like yeah, it was Keno, but it w- it happened weekly, and it was just maybe a tri-state thing, or it,
1: okay, it was a specific thing in a certain state. Yes, in in the Midwest, it wasn't it like not a out here.
0: No, unfortunately not. But so he figured out that there was a a, a problem. It was uh, good, it was a glitch in the system, and the lottery didn't even realize it. So he starts out with like I don't know a thousand dollars. He doesn't get his money back because he realizes that there's there was a chance of error or something, or you just needed a bigger pool of numbers to actually get the results he wanted. So Uh after the second time, he realized it works. He went to everybody in his small town. He said, we're going to create a company for $500. Each one of you get a share and we're going to take that money. and We're going to buy the lottery tickets on these certain days. Every time guaranteeing you're going to make more money. So by doing that, He actually, they all earned enough money to bring their dead town back to life. They used all that money to bring storefronts up and just give free rent to people. It was (laughs) was just an amazing- It's
1: not like it's all like, hey, we won. It's like, all right, we won, and we're rebuilding the town. Exactly. That's amazing. And they also helped, you know, I'm
0: sure they probably paid off their mortgages and stuff, but being in a small Midwest town, I wouldn't think it's that much money. But each one of them became practically millionaires, and it was wild. And the lottery knew about the glitch because they noticed this person- was spending exorbitant amount of money,
1: he would have... How long did he go on for?
0: I want to say probably a year because he would have to get thousands of tickets. Think about it. If he had hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, he would have to legit stay by a machine for days. To print up every possible combination
1: for the money. so the lottery sees that. They're like, what? One guy's buying all of these tickets on every Tuesday and Thursday? And they realize that,
0: oh, wow, there is a glitch in the system. But they didn't care because they were still making their money, so they let it go. And then I guess maybe the last time that he did it was probably the last time they left that game. They were making money off of others. Oh, yeah, they like were certainly making their money, from- and that's all they cared about. Exactly. Yeah. They just viewed it as a winner, you know? Good movie. If I could remember it, I would tell you, but Brian Cranston,
1: Google Brian Cranston lost. So that's why in Breaking Bad, they have the scene where he has to cover up what he's doing to his wife, and he says how he found a really profitable uh, way to count cards for poker, and he was winning all of this money. Yep. That's probably why. Did you finish that show or er, what? Did yes, you? I did. It was great. Okay, I didn't see the it. Last was season. oh my gosh, it was just a masterpiece. No spoiler. Alert. It was so. <laughs> it was just like <coughs> one of those shows you just like you, you can't put down. Like I binged it bad. That's how I felt about. I binged stuff when fire. I when I find something I like. I Yes. Like I mean, I guess everyone does, but I'm not like an avid Netflix watcher. Like, whenever I'm like really got nothing to do or really like cannot take my mind off something youtube i will like watch netflix oh really no i watch i watch youtube more than i watch netflix but like i won't ever like i don't put netflix on every night or like i don't put netflix on like it's like a month like what every other month, month. month oh no get know. it like once a month thing like wow maybe twice a month no i always yeah it's, it's weird with Netflix when i do watch it it's bad it's like I can't, I can't kids, wait, not. I want to finish, you know, it's like, I want to finish the show. But yeah, so, did you hear about the guy who stole 200,000, um, Cadbury cream eggs? No,
0: the, yeah. the Cadbury, the, the ones with the yes. green blue and red foil wrap. Yes, and it has the, the frosting inside. Oh, God bless that guy, what, oh, no, tell me, everything, uh, I
1: need to know. Joby uh, where- Pool. 32 years old stole more than 200 or oh, more than 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs amounted to more than 31,000 pounds British pounds. It was 30 I thought it was $200,000 worth of Cadbury no, but it was 200,000 how how did he do it because I know that must be so heavy. I need this guy on the podcast. You know what? He definitely did this. He did this for the memes cuz like <laughs> he come did on, him for the memes like, that should be his defense. Come on. Like, do you really need that many eggs? First of all, like you could, you could just like at that point you could just. Oh my gosh, how are you gonna eat that many? You'd have to eat that, like a hundred a day. I mean, like, come on, a hundred a a thousand days. I do you think years. he did it? Like, because you know how some people like they just want it. They want to like do bad things. It's almost like the people who stole Van Winkle, amazing stuff. And yeah, some
0: guys stole it from the factory, but. You, that's kind of be an inside jump. How do you get your hands on two two hundred thousand Cadbury eggs? Yeah, he definitely paid off one of the employees to just dispatch the truck, or he's in. <laughs> he works inside the factory. Did,
1: Doesn't say that he. Oh, did they didn't find him? No, Don't, they arrested him. Oh, he's arrested. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I never did. I say no. Arrested? You may have. No, you did say his name. Um, eighteen months at oh, Shrewsbury Crown Court on Thursday. Oh. This is, like, recent. This was in Google Trends, Oh. like, this week. Okay, so if Rizetta at a penitentiary, what uh,
0: country is this in?
1: Oh, and shortly after threat- theft of a vehicle, presumably perpetrating to be the Easter Bunny, was stopped northbound. <laughs> oh, my God. And a man was arrested on suspicion of theft. I don't know if they were saying that this was a tweet of how um, the Cadbury company, like, described the situation in a funny way. Or if it actually was him driving away, like in the car, dressed up as an Easter bunny because he just stole all. Like, wow! This man, this man's got some, some talent and some passion. This had to have taken place
0: in April. Was he sentenced? You, uh, you said eighteen months. So is that his sentence? So so it's already gone. Eighteen months in jail. So this had to have been during, obviously Easter. If you're going to A, dress as the Easter buddy, and B, there's Cadbury cream eggs, because I don't believe that's a product they make year-round. Which they should, because I would buy the cramp. Maybe he found the stockpile of them. It doesn't say how he did it. This is the most intriguing story of my life right now. I need to know how he did
1: it. Had used a metal grinder to break into into an industrial unit belonging to SW Group Logistics in Stanford Park, Telford, in. Tow away the trailer containing the cream eggs. Wow. Pool was stopped by police as he was traveling northbound. Oh. Uh, yeah. 18 months. He okay. walked towards the police with his hands up. I need
0: to, I'm sorry, I need to talk to that man.
1: This was an organized criminal matter. Like, he had to know where this like, like <laughs> yes. I said, like, I this is some face maniac face. who's like. Obsessed. Who's like, yeah.
0: This is amazing.
1: He like did it for the thrill. That is just yeah cuz he walked right up to the police too, I guess. Like he just like it's like he probably like what? I yeah, not exactly. I just I can't wrap my head around this.
0: 200,000 eggs though could, I just couldn't imagine. They're the greatest things. Okay, that and what the hell's a little mini eggs with the with the hard shell?
1: Yes, the, the large s- shell. Is the best part, and then you get to the chocolate, oh, and gosh. it cracks apart, and you're like, No I want Easter." I wish they had just the shell. Can I just get one made out of all shell? Because <laughs> it's so sugary. I need that. I need
0: the chocolate and salt. Yeah, I
1: those that. are actually good. Whenever, um, like every once in a imagine while, imagine it was just like his my mom pulled, would put those like out. He just wanted nothing oh my else. Gosh they get destroyed exactly you can't that's all in I want oh my all. gosh they're delicious hour, they were amazing kid. when I had one you got, got for the first full access money. to that bowl you don't they even they got the restriction of the bag you. Huh? You just, you just I, I don't know, know. I'm I'm but I was definitely off. 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 like off. 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 how have I not seen these before you know pacing around the house I think I was maybe in like a handful. I'm sorry do you have any other food memory like that
0: because I have one for the McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese what I remember when I
1: had that too
0: generic I'm sorry I was in Pawtucket with my my dad and my sister my sister was doing something for the brownies or the girl scouts or one of those things it was a parade we went to McDonald's and i remember having that sucker and i was just like what is this
1: the angels came from above and they were like oh yes. it was beautiful okay i have similar moments like that where i would i've been like i used to be super picky like you know you only get cheese you only get you only get cheese on your hamburger you only get like a bland like taco oh, so- and just like meat and cheese like And then I finally started trying, like, just a regular, like, taco from Taco Bell or, like, whatever came on the burger. I would just, like, you know, bite into it and try it. And, yeah, the first time that I had, like, a taco from Taco Bell, like, and I actually got everything in it. Like, that was the first time I had a real taco. I was like, wow, this is actually amazing. Do you get it with the lettuce? Yes. No. Yes. No. No, no but that no one no. makes it. You need everything in there. No lettuce. Let- I will get their supreme with used the to, Dude, I used to be like no lettuce, no tomatoes, no greens. Okay. Like, no. Time out. Time, time out. Time out. It is good. Time out. Are you saying
0: you're getting the taco or the taco supreme? The taco supreme. with oh, the- forget about it. You get the chives, the tomatoes, the sour cream, the cheese, and the meat. No show. So guess- no. Blasphemy, my friend. chives no lettuce that's a crust i'm willing to bear oh my god i never get lettuce on anything no sandwiches nothing
1: I saw that McDonald's is getting a spot in the metaverse. Oh, it only really makes sense. I think it is. I don't know what part of the metaverse it is. I think it's Decentraland probably, like the main one. Right. But yeah, they're getting a spot in the metaverse. Um, it's McDonald's Hong Kong. They launched it, uh, I think, just recently, probably this week, because it just made the news, I guess. Um, the move aligns with other gro- global brands like Adidas, Coca-Cola, and Gucci. So like I, I guess a lot of brands are doing this, and it's kind of under the radar right now, which is kind of exciting to see. But it's also like there's this huge like uh, na- uh, bias against crypto, and and that's and, funny because the government's
0: coming out with their own crypto. Yes, yeah, CBDC. It's yeah, like really? Yeah, Ooh, they paved the way for the past sixteen years, and now. Now you kind of agree with yes. it, but you still don't like the other stuff that was in the forefront.
1: It's uh, it's on the sandbox actually. It's not in oh segment. sandbox. Okay. Yes, you, you heard about that all the time on the bad crypto podcast. Yep. Yes, I they always talk about sandbox, and maybe there's a reason why. Because I mean, if company, if big companies, major companies are starting to build in the metaverse, like I mean, what? it only makes sense that it might be something in the future. Oh, uh, I mean, why would they be doing it now? Why would they be messing around with it?
0: you got to stay. Jokes. And that's why we have this uh, writer's strike right now. Do you know there's a writer strike? Yes, the WGA. And it's because of, um, I don't know everything, but one of the main points was AI. And it's amazing, October last year, that's when this becomes mainstream. And now they're saying that they want to pay an actor for one day and then completely like really scan them and be able to use their image and likeness for any movie in perpetuity without paying them and at, no they gotta pay them when the movie comes out that's the whole point of the sh- that's one of the major points of the strike don't know what everything else is I'm sorry I'm new to that but that when I heard that it just blew my mind because it's it hasn't been 10 months yet and things have already tra- changed oh. dramatically I wonder
1: how <laughs> Like imagine like in the future, there's going to be like a you and then like a digital you and like the digital you can like make money, but you can't like keep that money and you can just like maybe borrow against it or like something like that. Like maybe you get tokenized. I don't know. That's awesome. That's just my brain wandering off. I love it. Yeah. The, the metaverse is named McNuggets Land, uh, <sighs> built in the same box to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Chicken McNugget, which was first sold worldwide in 1983. Like, users can play mini-games like McNugget-themed virtual in the McNugget-themed virtual space. Uh, they can earn rewards including, oh, sand tokens, the native cryptocurrency of the sandbox. So, like, that's the token of the platform, I guess. Um, you got in-game accessories for completing quests and McNugget-themed activities. And you can also uh, earn real, real-world real coupons in the game that you can use in can your... Order through there because Subway. What I asked, um, I'm
0: one second. You're not really sure because Subway has that. I, okay. There was a guy who went on Instagram and it was showing his VR setup of his Subway store, and people would go oh, in no. order their Subway and they
1: can either pick it up at the nearest location or it'd be delivered. Yes, I did see that. And okay, I thought this was going to be more of a permanent thing, but maybe they have to pay Sandbox to keep this property up because. It's only going till the twenty eighth. Oh August twenty eighth. Sorry. August twenty eighth, yes. Um, it's on the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah, it's just like they're exploring web three, basically, you know? Like it's not like they're it's gonna be something in the future. Maybe they're just trying it out. Right. I don't get what's so different about web three. So the yeah, no. It would be interesting if McDonald's
0: delivered, or you can just pick it up at your nearest McDonald's. I don't understand why people would go through an extra step of using VR to order things through McDonald's only to pick it up.
1: But hey, if that's it's your bag, weird. good for you. It seems like it gets more of a publicity stunt and like a hey, we're trying. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. It's cool, and it's or, gonna people are gonna record themselves doing it, and it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be free advertising. So. Yeah, because they're, they're not free because they're paying to host a. Host of land, and, which is interesting, because I thought you just purchased the land, but maybe they came maybe, up with some agreement. I don't know. Maybe they, um, maybe they don't even want it up for that long. Maybe they're purchasing it and then they'll just take it down. I, I don't know the specifics. It just says August eighteenth, so hmm. or yeah, twenty eighth, twenty eighth, whatever. Yeah, but well, that's pretty cool. Good I McDonald's is in the metaverse. How, okay. We can put that as the title: Mc, McDonald's in the metaverse, a chocolatey heist. I lasted longer than I expected. I had some scotch to
0: kind of like calm me down a little bit, and I feel much better. Yeah, you got to you gotta take a nap. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. So uh, I really enjoyed this episode.
1: I thought we had fun with it. Yeah, it was so a great episode. We'll see what it turns out after yesterday. Pretty interesting and crazy uh, stories. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
0: So that's it for this week's edition of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. See you next time.